Hey friend, welcome back to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. Thank you so very much for joining me today. Grab your Bibles if you would. Go to the book of 1 Kings chapter 21. 1 Kings 21. While you do that, let me tell you about a gospel tract. I've got one in my hands right now called The Gift. This gospel tract here works great around Christmas time or when you give presents, but it doesn't have to just be for those occasions. This gospel tract talks about God's gift for us. There is a gift that God has for each and every person alive right now. It's his love. And this gospel track tells us about that. You'd be surprised, it says, if you knew how many blessings God wants to give you. All of these gifts can be found in the gift of God, his own dear son, Jesus Christ. You know this verse, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Let me ask your friend, do you have that everlasting life? Do you know for sure where you will spend eternity? If you don't, I'd love to tell you about how you can know for sure. Now, you can find this gospel tract on our website, BibleTractsInc.org, so you can order some for yourself, BibleTractsInc.org, but maybe you're listening right now and you'd say, it can't wait. I'm not sure about my eternal destiny, and I need to talk to someone now. You can contact me. I'd love to hear from you. My phone number is this. Text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Zero. Now let's get into the scripture. First Kings 21. First Kings 21 and verse number one, the Bible says this, and it came to pass after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard which was in Jezreel hard by the palace of Ahab king of Samaria. Pause here for just a moment. You probably recall that Ahab is a bad dude. Back in 1 Kings 16, he is described as one of the worst. Actually, let's look at it real quick. 1 Kings 16, just for some context here. Verse number 30, And Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. Now, I don't know if that's just speaking about the kings that were before him or about everybody that was before him, that lived before him, but Ahab was a bad dude. That's our introduction to him. But look at verse number two of 1 Kings 21. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it, or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. But Naboth is a man of principle. Verse number three, Naboth says to Ahab, the Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. He says, I can't do it. Sorry, king. I know you're the king and all that, but I cannot sell this to you. Of course, this bothers Ahab immensely. 
we'll get to that in just a moment. But I want to ask this question. I want to point out this thought that there are some things that should not be, that cannot be for sale. Some things are not for sale. It doesn't matter what the price tag that is put on them, they cannot be for sale. And so I ask you today, are there some things in your life that are non-negotiables that are not for sale? We talked uh, yesterday, I believe it was, about distinctives. The day before that, we talked about doctrine. Today, we're going to look at direction. Look, if you would, at Proverbs chapter 3 and verse number 5. Who or where do we get our direction from? Let's look at that. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse number 5. The Bible says this, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. And in all, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Let me point this out to you by way of a quote or a thought. Your doctrine decides your direction, and your direction determines your destination. I pointed out, I think it was on Tuesday, that your deity dictates your doctrine. Your deity dictates your doctrine. Well, you have to be careful about who your deity is. Is it you or is it God? So if your deity is right, then your doctrine should be right. Therefore, your doctrine decides your direction, helps your direction be right, and your direction determines your destination. Think with me about this. Matthew chapter 7, verse number 13 and 14. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. It almost sounds like you've got to walk through the right gate, you've got to walk down the right path if you're going to go to heaven. Now that's not talking about living our lives in such a way that we can be good enough to go to heaven. It's talking, figuratively speaking, about how the fact that Jesus is the door. Jesus is the way, but there is a broad way that leads to destruction, and that's where most of the world is going. Let me give you a definition for direction. The line, here's a definition, the line along which anything lies, faces, or moves, etc., with reference to the point or region toward which it is directed. Here's another Bible verse, Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I just told you that your doctrine decides your direction. That Bible verse just tells us, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you have the right doctrine, then your direction will be secure. Psalm 16, verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. John 14, 6. I alluded to this a moment ago. John 14, 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So, is your direction for sale? Is your direction for sale? Because if it is, then you are going to miss the destination you are after. If I'm going to decide that I'm going to go... Uh, I want to go visit my family. 
I want to go visit my family. Uh, my family lives in Topeka, Kansas. Normally, we'll get on 55 going south, and it's kind of to the west. And we'll go through Bloomington, go through Springfield, depending on which way we're going. May bypass Springfield, all that bypass St. Louis. But we'll go over there, may cut across a little bit early. We'll go over to Topeka, Kansas. Sometimes we drive the back roads down, down through Missouri and whatnot. Just depends on where the traffic is and all that type of stuff. But if I told you I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go visit my family. I'm gonna go to Topeka, Kansas. That's where my mom and dad live. But I'm gonna get on 55 and I'm gonna go north. I'm gonna go north and east on 55, and then I'm gonna jump on 80, and I'm gonna continue going east. You would say, uh, Brother Micah, you're not gonna get to your parents that way. Of course, you know that, right? Well, yeah, I know that, but I, I'm still, I wanna visit my parents. They live in Topeka, Kansas. I'm gonna jump on 55 going northeast. Um, that's that's not gonna work. You'll never get, to, well, I mean, I guess you could go around the world. You'll never get, that doesn't make sense. No, friend, it doesn't make sense because your direction determines your destination. Your direction determines your destination. So, question for you. Let's get in the mix a little bit like we did yesterday. How about that? It seems like these questions always lead to, they're just questions, but they always seem to lead to some interesting answers. From whom or where, may I ask, are you getting your direction from? Where are you getting your direction from? Do you get your direction from your friends? How about from your church? That would be that may be a good place. Or do you get your direction from TikTok, from social media, from uh, pundits and people with opinions on YouTube and Facebook? Where do you get your direction from? Let me ask this question. If you're being honest, what direction are you going towards right now? Spiritually speaking, of course. Are you growing closer to God or further away. It's amazing to me. I, I can't recall the exact math of it, but I'm told that if a plane gets up in the air and it wants to go, let's say from Chicago, or let's, let's back it up, from Los Angeles all the way to New York City. Los Angeles to New York City. I'm told that if that plane takes off and it just points, the pilot points its nose just a few, I can't recall how many, but just a few, but let's say maybe three degrees off to the right. Just a tiny, tiny bit, little bit. You'd never be able to tell for the first couple miles, for the first hundred miles even. But across the entire country, they would end up incredibly far south. I don't remember if it's Washington, D.C. or where it was, but hundreds, hundreds of miles different just because of a very slight change in direction. So, if you're being honest, what direction are you facing right now? Where are you going? Do you know? Do you have a clear understanding of that? On a scale of 1 to 10, how likely, based on your direction right now, how likely are you to be following and serving God in the very near future? Let's say in 5 years, in 10 years. Hmm, what if you have ever thought about that? Or do you just continue on down your own direction with no thought for the morrow? If you had to guess, 
Where do you think your life will end up depend if it's dependent on your direction right now? I hope it's not in prison. I hope it's not in the grave. I hope it's serving God faithfully. But only you can answer that. And lastly, this, more important than anything else, is your eternal direction, whether or not it's towards heaven or hell. I would love right now to hear your salvation testimony. If you know you're on your way to heaven, if you know for a fact that you are going to be in heaven one day when you breathe your last, I'd love to hear about that. I'd love for you to contact me. I'm going to give you my cell number. You can text me here. I'd love for you to text me just a brief salvation testimony. You say, Micah, I'm going the right direction. My life may be a shambles a little bit, but I know for a fact that I'm going the right direction. If you can say that for true, for real and for true, as the kids used to say, could I ask you to text me? Text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that number is this, 309-316-7240. My prayer, as always, is that you have a great day for His glory. I'm going to look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.